This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. This is the profile of 20 Young Poets on Otago Access Radio, a series celebrating the literary talent of young people in Dunedin. Every Wednesday at 5pm we will hear from another young Dunedin poet about their passion for writing and listen to some of their written work. Episodes from these series will be replayed at 9.30pm on Thursdays and 2.30pm on Fridays and available online from www.oar.org.nz and iTunes. Hello, my name's Sinead Hollander. I am 17 years old. I go to Otago Girls High School and I really enjoy reading. So my first experiences with poetry and creative writing was in year seven at Arthur Street School. We were doing it as a topic with our teacher, Mrs Hobbs, and she introduced us to the extra newspaper poetry competitions and encouraged us all to write a piece. I think creative writing is definitely something you can study. It's one of my most favourite topics at school because it allows you to delve more into the depths behind different meanings and learn how to portray yourself a bit more. The subjects I take at school are English, general science, mathematics with finance and hard materials and food and nutrition. At Otago Girls we are given so many opportunities to develop our writing skills. We have our own school set up website which has got all of the local competitions and the national competitions for creative writing and poetry and a lot of our English curriculum is centred around creative writing, especially with our university entrance portfolios. So the first project we ever did in English was setting up our university entrance writing portfolio, and our task was to write a creative story. I chose the subject of the Christchurch earthquake and wrote from the perspective of someone in it, and I found it really interesting because I got to talk to people who had gone through it and kind of incorporate their feelings and what they felt and what they saw into my story. The sun shines brightly on forever still. The flowers open and close their petals ever so plentiful. Birds sing day and night high up in their perches, waking us up with the morning light. Always marching on, never stopping for rest or sleep, the circle of life can choose to be cruel or sweet. It can bring death, it can bring life, and it can bring smiles and tears. The circle of life is what creates us, growing and growing until the time comes of extinction and the earth is reborn. The Circle of Life was the first poem I ever wrote in 2013. This was after I got put onto the extra newspaper competition from my teacher at Arthur Street School. And um, I guess kind of my thinking behind the poem was I looked out the window. We had a massive, beautiful kofi tree just right outside and so often there'd be so many different kinds of birds, both native and introduced. And it just got me thinking like really hard about how we don't notice when they are gone. We don't notice when other people have gone and everything just continues on as they would in a normal life. And 
that's where I got the inspiration for Circle of Life. The concept for it for me at the time was a sad thing because I was in a bit of a rough place and like my biggest fear is death. So I was real sad about the fact that no one really notices when you are gone. When I wrote the poem, it kind of turned out to be a little happy. (laughs) And I guess as I was writing it, I was releasing all of my emotion and that's why I picked up and that's why it turned out to be the way it is. I view poetry as like a very, very artistic thing because it takes so much thought behind it like you kind of have to remove yourself from yourself and look at things from a completely different perspective and in a way you're kind of painting with words you're painting images in people's minds you're creating feelings that quite often haunt people like with Strange Fruit by Abel Miropol he talked about all the lynchings um, of the black people over in America and like that poem affected so many different people and it was covered by so many artists and like when I first read it and when I first listened to it it created so much feeling for me that I was in quite a bad mood for a few days (laughs) because like it just opens your eyes to how things really were back then like you can read reports and stuff and you can understand what happened, but until you've read a poem like Strange Fruit, you don't really feel it. I think poetry is more effective in conveying our feelings than uh, videos and writings, like articles, because they're more short, sweet, more dark, <laughs> and they're like real snappy. They're usually short sentences that kind of get straight to the point. There is no nervous laughter. There is no kind of sandwich it with something nice. It is facing the hard facts straight away. And um, it can either be positive or bad. I've yet to come across a poem that has both. One of my most favourite poets would have to be Alfred Noyes. Um, I haven't had a lot of experience with his work, but I've had a lot of experience with one in particular, The Highwayman. Um, I love that poem so much because instead of the traditional sappy love story that's so often portrayed, he instead got right down to the nitty-gritty of everything, and it did not have a happy ending. And I guess for me that kind of resembles real life, and it just makes things a bit more realistic in your mind. Um, someone who inspires me would probably have to be Helen Clark. And it's a really odd choice, but um, she fought really hard to get where she is today. And despite a lot of hard feelings that is felt towards her, she stayed strong. And like that's something I hope to do. I hope to stay strong and become really successful like she is. Young people in Dunedin have the opportunities to get their work out into the public through their schools. If they approach their English departments, they will often find that their teachers will know all about what competitions are going on around. Um, Like I mentioned earlier at OGs, we have our own website with all the competitions posted um, and it makes things a lot more helpful for us because we are, even though we say we aren't, we are still children. And we don't know many people. We don't have many connections in the adult world. So we need to rely on the teachers and our parents for help with that. So, or Google. Google's really great. (laughs) We all sacrifice aspects of our being, trying in vain to make others happy. 
We think that if we change ourselves, then we will belong, slowly destroying the things that make us who we are and taking on personalities that are not our own. Doing things we usually wouldn't do out of fear of being rejected by our peers. It makes you begin to wonder if the people around you are who they act like they are or if they face the same social pressures as you. Are they faking it too? Do they go home at night with regrets of the things they have said? Do they worry about what their parents will say when the life they have portrayed to live comes to light? Each place we go, we display different personalities, morphing ourselves into people our friends and families wouldn't even recognise, all in attempts to impress. All things we do are no longer done for ourselves unless they have some form of personal gain. We are selfish and selfless all at the same time, with no boundaries on what we are willing to sacrifice. Sacrifice is the most recent poem I have written. I wrote it four weeks ago. (laughs) There was a bit of a controversial thing happening at school and a lot of judgement and hate going around. And it got me thinking because I knew some of the girls and I knew them inside and outside of school and they were completely different girls in different areas. I just like began to process all of these thoughts of why? Why are they like this? Why do they hide who they are and try and make themselves something they're not? So I guess when I wrote the poem I was really targeting the fakeness and the basicness of teenagers today in our society And, like, I wanted a way to try and get to them that what they were doing was wrong, in a way, but also that what they were doing was normal and they had the freedom to stop. Poetry is definitely a major way for me to cope with things happening in my life and process my thoughts and emotions. Um, Since 2013, I've written about a total of 26 poems, including one I wrote today. Um... And only about 10 of those I would be happy to share. The rest, to me, I would kind of call them diary entries. <laughs> they, Some of my poetry can be extremely personal. And the thought of sharing them is enough to make me want to run and hide. <laughs> when you write poetry, you kind of like remove yourself from the situation. And you kind of have to stop and think about how am I going to word this to get the feeling that I want out? And sometimes I can start writing a poem and then realise that I'm completely overreacting. (laughs) And uh, I guess it's a good way. It kind of counsels myself. Um, I learn which issues are important enough to be stressing over and to be upset about and which issues I just need to calm down and take a breath over. At the moment, I do not have any of my poetry published anywhere. However, I am thinking about setting up a website using Weebly online. It was kind of a thought (laughs) that has come to me in the last few weeks or so because I realised that as I've gotten older, I've started to tackle more controversial subjects and they're not becoming about me anymore. They're becoming about society. And I want to share that with people. So hopefully I'll be able to set that up soon. So the process I go through when writing my poetry is 
a bit varied depending on my emotion. So I often write most of my poetry when I am in a very, very emotional mood and I think about what has put me in that mood and I write it down. And sometimes I brainstorm and sometimes I'm not even aware that I'm writing. It just keeps on coming out. It is a bit contradicting, but I find it extremely difficult to write poetry when I'm in a normal and happy mood. I guess because I find happy poetry to be a lot harder to write and a lot harder to be engaged with than poetry that is sad and emotional. So when I write happy poetry, I really, really have to think really hard and often there's about three pages of planning that go into it. But when I write sad and depressing poetry, it usually comes out with no planning at all. (laughs) I would like to say that writing would be a part of my career, but unfortunately... I don't think it will be with what I plan on doing with my future. I really hope that uh, one day I will have the courage to maybe put my poems together into a book or something, even if it's just for my family and my future children. So my kind of realistic career path is nursing. Um, My dream career path would be a cabaret dancer. So the advice I would give to people who are wanting to develop their poetry writing skills is listen to your teachers. I know for a lot of people, when you first get into poetry, you think, oh God, this is really boring. That was me. (laughs) But when you kind of remove yourself again, as is so common in poetry, you begin to become more worldly and look into things with a different light. Read poems. Don't just read them once or twice. Read them over and over again. Look for the language features they've used and research them. Research why they've used them. And if there's anything like indirect allusions in there, research what they are referencing. So with Strange Fruit by Abel Maripol, he used a couple indirect allusions. And when I went and researched those indirect allusions, I was given a whole history behind it all. And it just gave the poems so much more meaning. Try and, once you've done your research and you feel confident, try and put those into your poems as well. I know often we don't realise when we put language features into our writing, but we do. And sometimes you may be like, no, it only means this. Like, but that's to you. For other people, it could mean so much more. So don't be afraid to write what you want. (laughs) That was the profile of our latest young poet on Otago Access Radio. This project has been supported by the Dunedin City Council's Creative Communities Scheme, Dunedin UNESCO, City of Literature and Dunedin Public Libraries. If you would like to get involved with this project or any future Youth Zone projects, you can call the station on 471 6161 or email youthzone at oar.org.nz. This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.